What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, guys, welcome in. Monday edition, bright and early, not in the studio. It's weird. Jesse is alive, though, so that's a good thing. Why would I not be alive? Well, is there the reason we're separate. That's <laughs> fair. You know, let's talk about that. We're going to do a quick safety <laughs> and health check. No, Jesse, little some sickness in the family, not COVID. Not happy COVID. To report. Yep, got the test. But... I was like, dude, let's just give another day just in case it's something else. We are going to be around each other, all in each other's airspace for the next whatever, five days. And I feel like that's probably a good call. Not to mention, as much as you touch your face, if there's any sickness on you, I can't be near you. Like, I'm just going to get it. So, I mean, the hands are con- I'm purposely <laughs> so. going to start flicking it towards you now. That's what's going to happen. There's an it? Oh, there's, there's an always it? an it, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> the worst is when you look afterwards, I'm just like, what are you looking at? You can't I want to make sure there's to- nothing there. Or if there is something, is there blood? That's always the second question. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening on Monday Why mornings? Why would you say that? Monday mornings back at the house. I'm not wearing pants. It's like the good old days. It is weird. It. So, we're, yeah, we're not at the studio. We decided to quarantine here. Not really quarantine. We just stay separate. Yep. Um, it's also, I'm going to tell you right now, going to be a little bit of a shorter show. We've got a ton of crap to wrap up. We're leaving tomorrow. Uh, You're still yeah, going like to get your content, about, people, this week. It's just, oh, yeah. more than enough. So we're calling it Super Week. It is. Super, super. We didn't workshop that much, I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> Do we yeah, ever we're workshop have live- any of our names? We have nonsense <sighs> video. We have sports cards nonsense. It's all just a bunch Hold of... Hold your tongue. Sports cards nonsense is a solid name. I remember so, when your mom made that up. My mom did? Yeah, remember? Your mom came into your room, your office. She's like, what's with all the sports cards nonsense stuff? And that's where the name came the from. The real question, why did she leave the kitchen? <laughs> There's meatballs that could have been made during that time. Yep. So starting tomorrow, we're just going to have content every day. Something every day. We're going to kind of like document the trip out west. Mm-hmm. I am curious. I'm supposed to be reaching out to these card shops about filming content, but I don't think I'm gonna. I think it's just more fun if we show up. Oh, we don't have a whole crew, so it'll just be fun. I love. So I love a good reckless jump into their space filming. Hopefully, they don't. There's a game on Sunday. What? What game? Yep. So there you go. Today's kind of like a hodgepodge. What do they call that when you just have like a bunch of different goulash? Oh, a no a no prep show. <laughs> no prep. No. Show. What What is it called? A potpourri. Oh, today's a potpourri show. Oh, is that a word? Yes. No, it absolutely is. I like that. I was going to call it a goulash because I've done that before in the past. You've said that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. How do you still not know what a goulash is? It doesn't matter. That sounds like a like a German dish or a Russian a, dish that just has Russian. no flavor to it is what no, that sounds like. You were wrong there, baby. Just oatmeal boiled down and shoved Everybody, in a bowl. Send your mom's recipes for goulash to Mike so that he can enjoy it at home. 
Thank you. Imagine if somebody's listening to this for the first time. I, I often think of that. What if somebody found us today for the first time? This isn't like we the don't norm. know. We, first of all, we don't know either one of these idiots. Second of all, the title of the show does nothing for me. Third, <laughs> quite frankly, the content isn't doing it. All right, let's actually talk about some cards then. Uh, where are we starting this week? I don't even think we have a big picture or rundown. Just just jump into it, dude. What? But I wanted do to you let want them to? know. I know I feel more comfortable doing a okay. rundown. I always do. I'm here for your comfort. The rundown. All right. Oh, you're back to vocals. You know, <laughs> I, no soundboard this week. I don't have the soundboard. It's yeah. It's upsetting. I don't have the big are, picture. You, are you bringing that? Are you bringing that to LA? No, that's not an option. I don't have that ability. I feel like it is an option. No, I mean, your bag do you, have you seen it. how big that? No, it's not an option. All right, the rundown. Can I put it in my bag? What if I put it? What if I bring it? No, I'm telling you, there's physically not an option to do it. Like, dang, and you'd have to have a whole computer set up behind it. Last question, then I'll let you do your rundown and stop breathing. Is it possible to buy like a really small one, like a temp one to use? Here's what I will tell you is that no, um, because you have, it's not so much like you couldn't have, you could have one on your phone for goodness sakes. It's just a matter of like having it recorded into the audio that we are going to be recording. That is where you need like a whole setup to be able to Why don't do you that. Just do the rundown. Oh Stop my crushing my dreams, bro. <laughs> oh, it's such a good episode. <laughs> the rundown. All right, we got a number of things to talk about, including some record-breaking cards. Uh, we have Tom Brady. Unfortunately, he's back. Couldn't get rid of him, even though he retired. I just, I just say that to give Mike a hard time. Love the Tommy. Uh, we've got a news segment. In fact, um, I think I we. You've forgotten, Mike. You just have it as Jesse's News. That's not the name of the news segment. Do you even recall what it is? No. Neither do I. I was really hoping you were going to say it. We haven't actually had the news segment in so long now that I can't remember. Right. Uh, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> the 101, how not to get scammed. I'm actually super excited for that segment. And an eBay update on the 101. Yes. Quick eBay update there, too. Yep. Um, we've got a number of picks from phone, which actually includes some good content I think you'll enjoy. And we're going to wrap it up I with know. mailbag. <laughs> so, yep. so with Perfect. that being said, here comes the goulash the, or the potpourri, however you'll have it. Monsters at Golden. Go, Mike. It was a crazy. Yeah, I don't often take note. Like there's big cards to sell every week for some week. For some reason, this weekend stuff that closed, there was some ridiculous pricing there. Um, I sent you a bunch of pictures. Mm -hmm. We're going to mainly focus on gold. And that's kind of the stuff that was sent to me and that jumped off. Uh, plus, I like Ken. Ken joins our Instagram live. So um, I'll actually follow you here. What what, what do you have for well, cards? I think we just go ahead and do the Tom Brady one to jump us off because that's the first one I named. And it was kind of impressive for a kaboom to sell for that much. So it's the one of one green kaboom. Is that from this year? 2021? Uh, yes, it is. PSA 8, one of one, Tom, Gr Technically, Tom Brady. Technically, this year's 2022, green. though. I do want to point that out. Well, when you're saying this year, you're talking about this year's product is 2021. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so it's the one of one, PSA 8. Gray doesn't matter on a one of one like that, obviously, because a PSA 8 doesn't do anything for the value, but I would want it encapsulated like that and graded. Um, he is in a Patriots uniform, not a Bucks uniform. I actually know the guy who pulled this card. His name is Daniel. He messaged me on Facebook oh, a couple really? weeks ago when he pulled it. Yeah. Um, Dang. That's insane. I, I'm going to be honest with you. That is so much money. It, it is almost is it scary? incomprehensible to me. I don't mind the, the dollar amount, but okay. the dollar amount for that card, it's a kaboom insert from the year 2021. For a hundred and almost $200,000, I can get a 910 ticket and have 80 grand left. <laughs> I can have some seriously nice PSA 10 rookies. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand this sale at all. Having said that, I'm not shocked by it. Like, I think everybody knew it was going to go crazy. The golds were selling high. His regular kaboom sell high. I just, I don't know what you are doing with this card. I hope whoever bought it was just like, I have to have this kaboom and it's never leaving my family. I think it kind of solidifies the whole kaboom family of cards as far as like there, if, if you're not a big fan, that's okay. But there's obviously a subset of people that are, because that's been talked oh, about more for than a, while. a subset. It's, it's huge. Yeah. I mean obviously 200,000 that's huge yeah yeah i mean i, I again I, I can't say i hate it but i can think of a lot better way there are some of these i looked at and i was just like this is nuts I, I don't understand this it doesn't make any sense at all to me but that's fine people like what they like um and again we're going to talk about huge cards just at the beginning here we don't normally focus on these monsters because no one's really buying these that i know myself included so 
But that one stood out. That one's yeah. There was some really nice rookie stuff. I think you could have bought instead. So if it's green, uh-huh. does that mean it's one of one? I was just curious. That's the one of one. It yep. is okay. Is it always the green one? That's it's not always the green. I have no though, idea. Right? This year the greens are one of one. All right. Yep. I was just curious. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I also saw Trevor Lawrence sold over there this weekend a nine five gold kaboom for like twenty five grand. What are we thinking I, about Trevor Lawrence these days? By the way. I still am curious about what his stuff's going to do in the offseason. So we're going to start talking a lot more about baseball and basketball after this weekend, obviously. But we're also going to have to mix in like, hey, these guys are way down yeah. uh, in football. These are the guys we're targeting. I think Trevor Lawrence has a shot. Um, I'll be interested to see what he does. I think he had flashes of, uh, that he could be very good. It's not that great of a team. Obviously going through a coaching change again and all that. So that's crazy to me though his rookie gold again it's gold not one of one goes for 25 grand brady goes for nine times that as a you know his 20 I, I, again i just i don't know how to compute that number it makes no sense to me um you are one of the biggest brady fans and that makes no sense to you are you saying you feel like his market is too high right now is that what i'm hearing no i just think that card's too i, I don't even think it's too high i just i think there's plenty of people who probably would have paid that I'm all set with Brady 21st year insert cards. Really? Okay. They don't interest me. I like them. Like they're cool. If they're attainable, I I'm all set with paying anything anywhere near that amount. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure we're not making any crazy comments. Um, how about, uh, I had this actually pulled up. It's not in your, your set of news, but we got to talk about the Jason Dominguez, Um, 2020 Bowman super fractor. One of one auto. What is it? A PSA 10 uh let me yes it is yep auto is it now is it auto and card does it have two grades on it it does not it only has one grade so it's a psa 10 yes sold for just shy of 500 right Four hundred seventy-four thousand. how is that a thing like is that it, for a prospect card like four hundred seventy-four thousand. that just seems absolutely yeah. insane i don't get it so there's so there's good not good and bad but like highs and lows with me on this one okay the low obviously He's like 18. He's never played a, a real serious competitive high-level baseball game yet. Mm-hmm. That's your low. Like if he breaks his whatever and can never play again, nope. he could be abducted. We don't know. Like aliens. I don't even know. People, <laughs> aliens, whatever. Abducted. There's like an accident with lava and his legs get cut off. These by are a all lightsaber. possibilities. I'm glad we're covering them all. <laughs> Something's happening in the Star Wars world. I don't understand it, but I'm getting you haven't so watched much the, on my social feed. Don't. No, don't talk about Boba Fett yet. I, I'm not caught up. I haven't watched any of it. I can't talk about it. I just keep seeing people pop up. You watched Mandalorian, though, right? I watched one episode and was bored out of my mind by a talking green Furby. Um, so <sighs> You are triggering so many people right now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't ahead. understand that. When Luke died, my interest <laughs> died. Um, however, the Bowman Chrome, pro- to, to kind of validate and justify the sale, the Bowman Chrome prospect market has been the strongest thing in this hobby for years now probably the last four to five years. Mm-hmm. Does it justify this individual price? Maybe not, but we're also talking about the number one prospect ever. I, I'm not saying he's going to be the best player. Guys who were in the game a year and a half ago when this product released, or two years, it'll be two years in April, as a matter of fact, he came up as the hottest prospect ever. He was the first guy to ever have his raw auto come out of a pack and sell for over $1,000 consistently. Insane. And guys are still paying huge money for his Colorado's. I actually think there's a potential chance that this card is worth more money in a couple of years. Really? If this kid gets promoted, gets called up because not just because of him, although it sounds like, and even Feinstein has said on here from all you see and hear, it sounds like he's kind of a can't miss guy, but it, it's it's Chrome guys spend huge money on Bowman Chrome. They always have. Well, I, this is the prospecting market. I did see a post about this card specifically saying that someone may have just bought this card that will be worth like a million dollars in a couple years. If he got called up to the Yankees in the next year and a half and started playing well, and the market was still fairly thriving like it is now, I don't doubt that at all. That's kind of insane. That's what I'm saying, though. There are positive indicators with that card. He starts getting promoted to to double A, triple A. If there's a season, I don't think he's getting called up this year, but if he did, if the kid goes on a crazy, you know, 10 game, 10 home run streak, people make crazy decisions with Chrome because they prospect there. I think this is actually a safer buy, long-term value. And this sounds weird to say, if I had to pick, if money was no object mm-hmm. and I had to pick one of the two, all things being equal, I would take this card over that Brady with the intent that in five years I can sell it for a profit. I actually think this would be a smarter buy. 
because you're prospecting on both, quite frankly. 200 grand for a Kaboom card is is a prospect, too. I don't care that it's Tom Brady on there. Okay. Um, okay. So that's Golden. I want to yep. get over to this contender stuff. Hang on. There's a few more, Golden, you totally blew over that are bigger stories than this. So Wait. Um, respectfully, no. No, respectfully, what are you talking? Oh, I see. There was a Joe Burrow. There was you a Zion. Out of order, bro. You got to send it in the right order. All right. Let's go to Zion then, because we just posted the Zion clip that got so much love about how much you're failing at Zion. Zion National Treasures RPA graded a 9510. Pop is probably super low on that card. Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't actually know what it sold for. Was it 500, 600? Just about 600, 594. His raw cards of this sell for less than 10, are down to like 50, 55 right now. Maybe 60. We sold ours for like 60, the one we pulled. Mm-hmm. H- how is a 9510 selling for 10 times that value at this point in time when the kid is still no closer to getting on the court. I, I don't understand this card at all either. 600 grand for that card? I mean, is it just the fact that it's the national trade? Like that, that's just. Oh, that's a huge indicator. That's a huge reason why. But still, what gives you confidence to spend a half a million dollars on Zion right now? I've got an idea of why. It's because almost all the comments, not all, but a good majority of the comments. So we've been promoting the TikTok channel lately. And one of the things TikTokers seem to love are the Geo's loser segments. And so, they, yeah, because they hate me. They well, they just like <laughs> to know there's some reality in this world. It's not just all like winners. to know they're better than me. Um, but Mike talks about his losses with Zion in over half, if not the majority would. Well, that would be the majority. Either way, people are saying that you are not completely down and out to hold on another year or two. And it'll be a completely different story. So there's still a lot of hope and a lot of love tied up with Zion. I just don't know how much of it's factual and how much of it is because these guys are also holding Zion and they are hoping they don't lose their shirts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm hold, thankfully, none of my Zions are worth, well, at this point, are not worth any more than 1500 probably. Small stuff, I think, will come back. I just, this high-end, super high-end stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, that is... That is out of control to me. I don't understand anything about that sale. I get the <laughs> thought, well, everybody's saying sell. Yeah, everybody's saying sell and he's down. So maybe it's the time to buy, I guess. That still seems like a crazy reach. 10 to 1. I mean, the John Morant car, which I don't think actually ended, was up to like 225. How is a Zion? I mean, maybe the jaw closes that much higher. But like, what, what are we doing? I just, here's what's confusing to me, I guess, is like head scratcher. The kaboom is one <laughs> out of one. This is sure. 60 out of 99. So are we saying that everybody's is now worth 600,000 that has like a same grade? Oh, no, we're saying Zion because he's the most expensive prospect basketball's ever seen. No, but if it's hit 60 out of 99, that means there's 98 others of this card though, right? Well, it's also graded a nine five ten. I'm going to say the pop on that's ten or lower. You think that there's not many that are a nine five? Okay, that's I bet what there's I ten mean. or less. Yep. Okay, because yeah, I mean, and it's three nine fives uh, with ten centering, so maybe that's. So it is a true gem plus. I don't think it matters with a card that big, but maybe. Okay, I'm just curious to know like how many others are out there that guys are going to be like, oh, okay, well, if his is going for six hundred, I'm going to put mine. I'm curious up. to know who bought. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to know who bought that. Like, if you bought that card. I would love to talk to you for three minutes on the podcast someday. Seriously. Oh, cool. Like, what is your rationale behind that? I'm just curious. Maybe he's onto something. Dude's throwing around 600 grand. Maybe he's doing something right. Well, or he could be a fool with too much money. Hard to say. To be honest, though, when was the last time you did any research on Zion? Like, to see how he's doing right now. Oh, what's the research to do? He's still overweight and he's still not playing and there's no return. Well, that's where he was like a few weeks ago. I keep reading reports that he's been doing work. From who? From the news. I don't know. Uh-huh. They, I, yeah. I get I'd pop-ups take, about just, Zion a lot, okay? Nothing reputable is being reported right now. Mm. And now there's rumors potentially he wants out of New Orleans. So nothing's changed. What's, what's changed? There was somebody, I saw whatever you're talking about, and then there was something from the staff that said he's not going anywhere. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what is the staff going to say? Yeah, he wants to leave. It's miserable down here. Beale Street ain't all it's cracked <laughs> up to be. There's Mardi Gras, bro. <laughs> he loves it down there. People are wearing masks for no reason. I don't want to play basketball here. I wouldn't blame him. A bunch of weirdos walking around. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. Then we got the go Joe Burrow, Burrow though. Yeah. Comparable card. NTRPA mm-hmm. numbered to 99-9510 of the hottest quarterback on the planet right now. Maybe not named Tom because of the retirement news. Yeah. What does this same card sell for Burrow? Uh, $534,000. 
I get basketball is a stronger sport and a stronger market than football is right now. And, and especially internationally, it's 10 to 1. I do not understand this sale either. We should have just called how this, is this sale? I'm confused How is this segment. selling? I am confused. How is this sales? How is this card selling for less than the Zion the week of the Super Bowl? I get people are reaching. The, the crazy thing with that borrow card is it was selling for under 100 for a while, which is insane. The flawless one-on-one shield booklet auto that Eddie pulled sold for 82000 about two months ago. Oh, I remember We that. had Justin on the show to talk about mm-hmm. it. Justin messaged me. He's like, I wonder what mine's worth now. I would say, don't even think about yeah, it. Just bro, put that out of your mind. I would, I would leave that on the old back burner because <laughs> you do not want to know. Oh. Um, I get it. The, again, difference with Burrow. Burrow's on on field. Maybe he wins a Super Bowl. If that if he does off season, he has the staying power. He's still a young kid in his prime on a team that's going to be a contender. It looks like for years going forward. Um, it's interesting to me that the basketball market is still that much stronger because that's what this is to me. It's not a Zion to Burrow comparison. Okay, this is literally just sport to sport. It just shows you basketball still has the huge appeal for for high dollar cards. So uh, there you go. There will be more of that in uh, the new segment, otherwise known as Straight Facts, homie. That's what it was. <laughs> Look at you go. First um, contribution to the show. Thank you. Really appreciate it. You want to do that. the contenders thing? Contenders, do it. So Max and Max and Denton sent us the list of contenders. So these are raw contenders autos. Yep. Fairly recent sales on like the top ten most intriguing names. Yes. Um there were a couple okay, who, who were have? left out because they didn't I don't think um uh who is it? Someone was not included in this list because they don't have a co- no well. I don't know. Stafford is definitely on this list. Evan McPherson. Uh, it was McPherson and Chase. Yeah. No, it was McPherson and Chase. So they're not on Jamar here. Chase isn't on the list? He doesn't have one yet, apparently. They don't have. What? It says don't have any yet for Bengals for those guys. They. I don't know if they don't. I'm not saying they don't have a card. I'm just saying they don't have any sales that they could find. You're saying something. I'm just. All right. Well, let's hit, well what do we let's have? Go let's actually to talk what about what's got. on the list. Burrow is number one. We'll we'll go top down. Burrow's number one, five thousand dollars raw contenders auto card. You shake your head. You against that? Mm-hmm. Just too much. No, no. I mean, I understand it. It's crazy. I wouldn't buy a raw card for that kind of money, but it makes sense. So five grand. Okay. Wait, what kind of print do they do on those cards? Mass. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I say mass. There's a lot of them. Yeah, contenders is a pretty flagship product. So yeah, there's a lot. Um. That is far and away the highest, like 10 times more than second place. Do you He's have, right, by the way. There are no Jamar Chase contenders. Why would you question them? They know what they're doing, bro. What is? What am I missing about that? Uh, some, uh, something's off there. That's fine. Okay. Second, Stafford? Second is Stafford. But 2009. What's his raw doing? Like 500 bucks? $550. That's what an insane difference. But I mean, the thing too, though, is it because Stafford wouldn't have that many more, would he? No, he has less that's of a, anything. Yeah, that's what I would think. So that's just, I guess that's kind of crazy because I mean, Stafford is still, he's not completely out of this game, right? Like there's still no, a I think really he's a good favorite. chance. Yeah. 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 Again, just shows you right now, people are in this hobby are really, and just in sports, are riding the wave of what's here and now. So now we're speculating Burrow wins this. I mean, we've already heard all the stupid talk now on ESPN everywhere else that Burrow is like better than Mahomes. So I guess it makes sense. If Stafford wins the game, though, yeah. Brady's out of the way out, out in the NFC. Rodgers may be moving conferences. I mean, if Stafford wins this year, what's to prevent them from doing it again? I, I'm not going to speculate there, but I just mean there's upside there for sure. Uh, Cooper Cup, number three. Half the price of Stafford, Cup, 260. 250. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we actually talked about him about a month ago on here. It was almost a straight cash homie. It was like 150 bucks. That's a good. But yeah, Cooper Cup's interesting. I wouldn't mess with him now because off season, I think no matter what happens, he's going down and he's not winning the MVP despite this recent chatter. So, but a good buy. Like I don't think you're gonna get hurt on that card. Um, then the next three: Aaron Donald, Odell Beckham, Von Miller. Aaron Donald. You can't go wrong with. So Aaron Donald and Von Miller, great, great defensive players. As good as the game has seen just about in the last however long you want to say. But defensive players? How much are they, though? 170, 180. So Von Miller's 80 bucks? Yeah. 2011 rookie. Yeah, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's definitely going to the Hall. I don't think that's a bad buy. 
Again, but those are not guys I would buy and speculate on because I don't think anything's going to happen where all of a sudden defensive players take off. Yeah. But I do think, like, hey, if you're looking for just surefire Hall of Famers, you love watching the guy play. Vaughn Miller's been a menace for years. He used to crush Brady with the Broncos. Um, Aaron Donald, as good of a defensive lineman as the game is probably just about ever seen. I don't think those are bad buys either. Okay. What about Odell Beckham? I'm, I'm all out on it. I'm not messing with that idiot. Why? No. I just don't trust him. He's not consistent. And he loses his mind for a few weeks and he's a headache in the locker room. If things are good, it's fantastic. But when it's not, it's not. Okay. So I'm all set. But the two defensive players I actually think are really good buys. The only thing is... I would is, wait, though. Even saying that, I, I don't think there's any reason because there's not going to be a huge Super Bowl win spike in price. Even if those guys win the Super Bowl, I would hold off. If you're already but, holding, probably hold on, though. Like for OBJ, at least especially. Um. All right. Ramsey... Who's Ram- it just says Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, oh, yeah, okay. cornerback for the for the Rams. Again, about as good as it comes out in football. He had a great quote. Brady retires. His last completed pass was against me. The touchdown to Mike Evans. Yeah, Jalen's good. Uh, you know, same thing. I, I think, how cheap is he? Under 80 bucks? 60. I mean, multiple Pro Bowls already. Guy's very good. He's a defensive player. Hurts him. Um, I. Oh, now I, now I understand. I don't think we... I think we have kind of most have already ascertained this. I am just now realizing this is the top 10 Super Bowl players contenders auto list. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't seem to make sense. Why are there so many players left up? Yep. Um, I don't read hey, everything. Jesse. Yeah. You're doing it. Thank you. So you're much. doing so good. It's really these early mornings are so good for me. I love them. Joe Mixon, Cam Akers, T Higgins. Last three. 55, yeah. 53, 50. I mean, if you want to take a stretch, at least they're skill position players. Maybe there's a bump there. Okay. Um, yeah, they're cheap, though. I mean, I don't think those are bad guys to take a shot on right now. And those are three guys I would actually take a shot and say, hey, maybe they do something in the game and their prices do jump. Okay. I think those are more like the speculative short term. Um, so. All right. There's your top 10 Super Bowl contender autos. Um, People want to hear you talk about the news, Jesse. Straight facts. My phone's blowing up. Oh, you they stupid hear it. I was in the middle of it and you go ahead and you start talking. Well, let me set it up and then you just keep yapping. <laughs> you did set it up. You said people want to hear about it. And then I start talking because I said people want to hear about it. I said, look, my phone's blowing up and I reach for my phone. And you start talking. Three, <laughs> two, one. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment. So it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Straight facts, homie. That's 
That's a glad call we back. waited for that. <laughs> glad we glad we did that again. It's Tom Brokaw. All right. What do you, I don't know what this is, so I'm excited. Just, what do you mean you don't know what it is? It's straight facts I only. I haven't seen the segment. No, no, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm excited. It's straight facts only is what the segment is. Um, all right. So we got a number of things going on in the news, including a Honus Wagner ripped card. Did you see this that just came mm-hmm. out? I mean PSA authentic. Is that what it was? It is uh it is authentic. It, I mean, obviously you can't grade that card it's ripped in half but the fact that a ripped in half card can go for almost five hundred thousand dollars four hundred seventy six thousand dollars is it like i don't i know we're not like in the bubble anymore but it just seems like the super high end is doing astronomical numbers i don't i guess i don't get it. i think it's just people with too much money like people with too much money and they're like well i'm not gonna miss the boat this time so um i feel like i had to bring that up uh, speaking of had to bring up, and then there's a couple other things I think everyone is going to appreciate. Remember when I got so much flack from you about my idea for sports card decorating? Mm-hmm. Putting a bunch of old crap cards on a wall. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? Although it was dumb then. I think it's dumb well, now. Well, guess what? People are uh, doing it. Are other it. dummies doing it? People are doing it, okay? This has been sent over to me multiple times. I just feel like we have to at least mention it on the show. Uh, there was a family who was renovating their home, found a wall with some old shingles on it, tore them down, and the whole wall was completely covered with retro or uh, vintage baseball cards. And granted, they're not all worth anything, but there were shingles on the wall. It doesn't. That's a weird. Yeah, that's a side point that no one really seems to explain. That tells or, you how bad the cards looked. They were like, you know how stupid this wall looks? I'm going to put roofing material on it. That's how that's how bad the idea is. You know, when you say it like that, it does. I, it's does hard raise to argue. Some, I guarantee, here's another promise. I guarantee you. Talk to me in 10 years. Those kids are not speaking to those parents anymore. <laughs> here's the thing. Mark it down. The guy was already like 35. This happened like in the 80s or 90s or something. So bottom line if you guys have nope, cards and you want to start a business, you can start a decorating business with your cards. Everyone's like, what do I do with all this base crap? Well, I'm helping you people. That's a free idea. Take it. All I ask is for 20% equity in your company. That seems way overpriced to be free. I'm going to tell you that <laughs> right now. Um, all right. First bottom line of the show. Man, I have my fingers crossed. You're doing so good. I, now that right. I'm going to have 20 more after that comment. Yep. Um, we heard that the LeBron triple logo man had what a fifty thousand dollar already you find it the guy's gonna give you fifty thousand oh finders fee. yeah yeah and then he would buy it for a million dollar bounty yeah jared blesnick is putting out a million dollar bounty on this card right now um it is it, i guess it's just kind of insane for a card that uh has only been around for a short time to already have a million dollars and it hasn't been found yet because it makes if he's already putting a million, then you know it's going to be gonna more. It's going to sell hot. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm okay with this one. Again, this is another one people say. That it's a one of one. It has three logo men of LeBron who hasn't had logo men in years. Mm-hmm. And it's with all three teams. I'm okay if that goes for two million bucks. I think that's a one of a kind, like totally one of a kind, crazy, awesome piece to, to a collection. Well, I just say the this piece of news because if you're already mm-hmm. putting a million dollars out there, then you are trying to get it before. I mean, I call yourself a fan or whatever. You know that card's going to be worth maybe double or triple, whatever that oh, amount is. Yeah. So. I think that's a card you absolutely go to auction with. Oh, 100%. And you just work out with the buyer's premium. Hey, I'll use your auction house. This is a monster card. Mm-hmm. I want 10% of the buyer premium. So I get 110% of the sold value of the card. Just work out <laughs> a deal with them. You get that. Any of these auction houses would give you that deal. I guarantee, I'm almost guarantee that. Um, he's you also, make a ton of money. fun fact, he also has several other bounties out there. He has four other cards. So there's a, a Curry, a Durant, and Giannis triple logo man. He's offering 150000 for a Steph Curry, uh, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson triple logo man for 250000 And then there's the Anthony Edwards and the LaMelo Ball. He's off, both offering 300000 for So there you go, guys. If you pull any of those, you already have a buyer. Uh, for Let me make it official. If you pull the LeBron, I'll give you a million and ten dollars. That's one million ten dollars. That's hard to argue with. Wire right transfer. There. I mean, there you go. That's not that's not bad, right there, bro. Um, that's called topping an offer. Uh, that's a real offer, by the way. I would pay that in a heartbeat. Abs for that card, absolutely, because I would go right to a right to a um <laughs> an auction house with it. What if they said I want cash from you right now? 
For that card, sure. You, what do you you have to sell like a bunch of things to get a million dollars in cash? You're okay with hitting, taking that hit? For that card, yeah, I think that card would do way more than that and have, make a ton of profit okay. a month. Absolutely, right, I'm just making sure. I just because I'm putting this in your mind right now because people are going to listen to this and they're going to come to you and say, "I want my million and ten dollars. Get me my cash." So cool. Be ready. I am putting you on no the hook problem. for this so hard. I want this to happen. I mean, honestly, it would I, be a great investment. Why would for you not want to be on the hook for that? I would have him meet me at Golden Auction. I would meet Ken in person and just hand him the card. Here you go. Next premiere auction. Boom. Boom. Roasted. 110% of the buyer premium. Straight facts, homie. Done deal. Uh, are we going to 101 or what is this uh, top series? We got a release finally. So real quick. Yeah, there's so Panini Rookies and Stars football comes out Wednesday, uh, two days from now. It's OK. It's a cheap product. It's a loaded class. I don't mind it because you get hits. We also have some base. So I actually think this is a decent one you can chase for a relatively reasonable price tag, um, whether you're doing personals or breaks of it. I don't mind it. But it's also one that goes almost entirely direct to consumer. Like, I don't even think, I think we only got one case allocated, which is really low for us, but I think that's why. Um, so yeah, Eddie will break that on Wednesday or Thursday, whenever he gets it over at Geo Breaks on Facebook. Uh, but next week is the interesting one. Tops 2022 Tops Series 1 releases with the one. So I looked at the checklist today. In general, it's a pretty weak checklist, which has been the complaint. Wander has his first base rookie in it for flagship. That's all you need. Like, I don't, I think sometimes people have this expectation every product's supposed to have like 10 chase rookies. When you have the one generational chase, that's all you need. I think holding that wax is a good idea. I think buying it and trying to grade his stuff when you get it is a good idea if you can get it for a reasonable price. Uh, but that comes out next week. We'll talk pricing and all that as it gets closer. Same but I would say if you if you have right a lead now. on some of this stuff relatively cheap, I think it's a good buy right now because Wander's in it. And that's you just need the one guy to carry the class. It shows 135 right now. Is that not for a hobby box? Yeah. It's a 12 box case. Yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, Four, uh, his, his base stuff, PSA 10s are going to do more than that. I think here's another example, though. I think SGC is the play with a lot of that. If I broke that on Wednesday, I would do that five day stuff with anything big wander at SGC for 50 bucks, get it back and sell it immediately and be the first to market. This is the first product I think that service makes a ton of sense for. I wonder what that wander would go for. What wander? Uh, there's a I'm sorry, I'm looking. I, I assume you can just see what I'm saying. There's like this generation now. Um. Oh wait, no. You know what? It was it was tiny print. This is a Vlad card. Excuse me. It just kind of looks cool. Is the picture tiny? Also, the picture. The picture is tiny. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I would give you a couple. Here's a couple other, just like a little bit deeper sleepers out of that class. And we will talk about that because it is kind of a big product. Cal Raleigh is a really good hitter for the Seattle Mariners, who's going to get very little hobby love in that product. I, I would assume. Um, man, I had this thing up a couple days ago. Because I actually think it's going to be a decent checklist. Um, we'll spend a couple minutes on this next week on Monday. Because I think it releases Wednesday. It releases on the 16th. Yeah, so Wednesday. So we'll talk about this next week on Monday's show. Um, do like a five-minute breakdown at least. Kind of give you some of the some of the sleepers to hit. Videl Bruhan. That was the other guy for the Rays. Oh, Bruhan. That's good. You know about He's that, Videl. good, yeah. Like, I like his onions. Um... The 101, Vidalia Onion. That's okay. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, okay. Big picture, the 101. <laughs> uh, quick quick 101 thing. Um, we've had some guys in the group too. I get this question too. Why don't you like let these people post their scammers posts in the group on Facebook? Because that's not what the group is for. And, and quite frankly, I don't want you doing... That's why we don't allow buying and selling so I don't have to deal with that crap. A couple of just very basic things. Again, very basic. Most people know this, but if you're new to the hobby, coming back in, this is how not to get things, scammed, right? How not? Yeah, how, how, yeah, just general information on how to hopefully avoid getting scammed. First and foremost, if a deal is way too good to be true, it is probably not true. Somebody's trying to sell you a Michael Jordan card, a rookie that is worth three grand for five hundred bucks. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's because they're trying to take your money. Common sense, I think, would stop a ton of these things from happening. Quite frankly, okay. Other things. If you're making a deal with somebody, ask for vouchers. Whatever community, wherever you found them, if you're finding them on the blowout forums, if you're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, hey, does anybody know this guy? Anybody else had successful transactions with this person? If it's on eBay, what does their feedback look like? 
You just do a little bit of homework on the front end. Who are you dealing with? If there's any other questions, hey, can I see a picture of the card in hand? Like you actually holding the card. Can you show me that? Not a big ask, mm -hmm. especially for someone you've not done business with. Mm -hmm. Simple. And then I would say just pay with methods where you have some recourse if you get taken advantage of. PayPal goods. I think Venmo now allows you to send us goods, and so does Cash App. That way, if you don't get your item, you can open a claim through those services. It's a 3% fee. Usually, and quite frankly, whenever I sell a card, I eat that fee. I always think the seller should eat that, but whatever deal you work is fine. But again, pretty reasonable. You know, specify the terms of the, of the entire deal. Hey, so just to be clear, I'm going to pay today on Monday morning. I'm going to have tracking by Tuesday afternoon, correct? Yes, cool. Well, come Wednesday morning, if you don't have tracking, follow back up. You know, and if communic and then, and then you always have that course, to, the recourse there to go after them. Open a claim on PayPal if you don't get it. But I, I just think sometimes people rush into these deals or they're paying Venmo or they're paying Cash App with no recourse. Like it's a lot of this can be avoided because then even if you get taken advantage of, at least you're going to get your cash back. Um, and you can even check. There's like databases on Facebook now with like sports card scammers, people who are known scammers, their aliases, different things. Check, check those things out, too. I just I think a lot of it can be avoided. I, I really do. Don't buy vintage raw over the Internet. 99% of the time. I'm not buying a raw Larry Bird rookie. How do I know it's authentic? You know, simple things like that I think you can be, you know, fairly reasonable with. Okay. Um, I haven't heard that there you go. statement of don't buy vintage raw uh, over the I mean, end. you don't buy old stuff raw. I, I wouldn't. I don't buy it in person. So you only, do? would you only buy uh, graded or like in a pack or something like that? Yeah, and you're not going to find packs of vintage. So yeah, I would only buy graded. I mean, you could buy a pack like... Unless, the only exception to that would be a, somebody I've done business with time and time again. Hey, I'm selling you this card. Okay, if it comes back, I'm going to go grade it myself. And if it comes back altered, whatever, I want to be reimbursed the money for the transaction. I'll eat the grading cost because I'm taking the chance. But I want to be reimbursed for the purchase if it, if it comes back fake. But but if you don't know the person, I wouldn't make that deal. I'm glad you actually mentioned this because I've had several people reach out to me separately asking similar questions of like, hey, I'm new to the group. Like, uh, should I do a deal with someone in the group type of thing? And it's just no, like, don't deal with anybody in the group. I don't know. I'm not vouching for anybody. Well, that's why I that said group is strictly informative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't just don't do it. Be be very cautious. Ask for references. Um, right, let's hit this eBay picture you also have, cause you also, you have an eBay seller note in here, but there's also a picture you sent over to me. Oh yeah. The authentication stuff from eBay starting to come through. Actually kind of looks So I good. didn't realize they were doing this. I got a picture. This was posted in the group. A guy bought a raw Luca rookie. It came with the new eBay authentication. It came in a card saver in like a little binder and there's a QR code so you can scan it. And it says it will tell you what the authentication process was for that card. Um, hmm. that's interesting. To I wonder me. if that's like the same thing though every time like authentication process you know copy I'd be and curious paste. too it is guaranteed authentic um again i don't have i think this could help prevent some things probably i'm very curious though if i sent that luca to psa and it came back altered because it was trimmed i'm not saying it is but just what happens then like well csg says no it's not altered that's psa being picky or how does that happen like yeah. how does that work I have a lot of questions with the chain of command here. Um, I am curious too, like where, because this isn't like an additional fee though, right? This is just, it just happens if the card's over $750. I think that's correct, but I'm not positive. Okay. Because I, I, you got to be paying something, right? Well, that's what I'm, I'm looking at this and it's like in a nice, like, you know, nice holder. There's money that's being spent to do this. So obviously I don't, I just, I'd be surprised if eBay's taking the hit. It must be some additional fee somewhere, but I don't know. I, I would imagine just a few bucks a card, but I don't. I don't know. I haven't looked at. It. I don't use it. I always use consigners, so I don't have to deal with eBay. Okay. So not sure. Um. All right. Did you want to do? Do you have weekly pickups? I got four weekly pickups. Yep. Ooh. I got some. I got some cuties. I actually got some nice cards this week. Couple for PC. Couple to flip. Well, um, stop talking about it. Let's see it. But a 1993. Oh, see that audience? <laughs> 1993. See that glare? 1993 upper deck Derek Jeter rookie. Graded a PSA 10. Um, Call yourself got a, a Boston good, fan. Got a pretty good deal on that. I will be flipping. I think the Jeter market's kind of slowed right now because of the um, like massive spike he had last year. So that's a card I'll hold until we see like another Jeter documentary or something happen where there's a ton of hype. And I will sell that thing off. Um, got a nice Mike Trout auto. Trout's a guy I don't generally buy a ton of because I find him to be overpriced. 2020 
Tops Tribute. It's actually a super nice looking card. It's the uh, Shadow Box. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's got like the dual picture acetate finish on card signature numbered out of 15. Again, that's one closer to the season. I'll probably try to flip that and just sell it for a little bit of a profit. Is he healthy again? And then, I don't know. Never. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and then two for the PC. Uh, my buddy Richard, who happens to be a Richard, sold. Very, it's a fitting name. <laughs> no. He's a nice guy. I don't know if he's a nice guy, but he's a good guy. How about he that? He's a guy. Uh, 1989 tops traded. So his rookie, Ooh. the Barry Sanders rookie, I like. By the way, yeah, I do um, too. Him sitting on the him sitting on the bench. I like this better than the score. I don't care if the score is the card to get. So this is graded by PSA an 8.5 on the card, and then it's autographed, which is a 10. That's going right into my rookie Hall of Fame auto collection. Um, so I was happy to land that. And then this one's really cool. I love Griffey, and I started looking. I was like, I don't actually have that many Griffey. I probably only have like three or four nice Ken Griffey Jr. cards. Huh. I just don't have a lot of them anymore. So this is out of 2019 Luminaries. It's an on-card autograph, numbered 5 of 10, graded 9, 5, 10 from BGS. Um, that's some nice pickups, bro. What, uh, what, yeah. what kind of money are we throwing around on these? Is this cheap? On the PC stuff, so the Griffey and the Barry... The Barry was just under 300, which was pretty much right at comps. I think the Griffey was like six or 700-ish. I got the Trout for a good deal, so kind of in that six to seven range, I think. And I got the Jeter, maybe three to 350. Again, I got those two for kind of a deal in order to flip them. The PC stuff I paid pretty much, you know, pretty much going right. Oh, okay. So. That's cool. Um, I got a bunch more coming in. Mail has been super slow this week, though. It's been well, the last month, actually. I know. Broken, so we need. I'm still on the hunt. That is my big hunt when we go to these LA card shops. I, I've got a couple more names too. Also, we'll document it whatever day we do it. I pulled off a trade for that Kobe that I bought. That was the sticker auto, not the on card. Mm -hmm. So I pulled off a trade for like I'm getting back a little less than 3,500, which is less than I paid. But the seller was like, "Hey, I'll kick in." So he ended up giving me 300 bucks back to cover the difference. So I don't know that I'm going to come out ahead like I was hoping to. The purpose of buying that was to flip it and make money. Um, I may end up making 100 bucks at the end of the day, maybe. But at least it's gone. We'll document the trade. I got some cool stuff coming back. We're going to do that at one of the card shops if they'll allow us because this guy's a customer of theirs. So, um, um, What about this thing you've got in here for Mark's card submissions, the PSA update? I forget what it is. I didn't spend enough time actually reading it, so I don't care. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it when I've actually done some. I know like gem mint cards, the other idiot who was using them and, and ripping people off is they're all sending out like updated messages on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I've not spent enough time looking at it. So yeah, card maybe porn Thursday put out a thing, a post about it last night. The only thing I, I had read was just that start getting us like your email addresses, your like, all your details, uh, because now they're legal. These guys, bankruptcy lawyers have come back and. Uh, I guess there's things that they can actually start doing now, but it didn't, from what I had seen, it didn't have a ton of detail, but, um, but it looks like it's at least moving forward for guys to get their you cars back. You know what back. the best part of that whole story is? People have stopped emailing us and texting the show. You know, you guys got to give them a chance. Give them some time. <laughs> what? what you idiot? I mean, people are sweet. I, cute kids in the hobby. Do you think Mark will take our call again? We could, we'll call him Thursday. Wait, is his name actually Mark? I don't even remember now. That was Mike. Mike, that's right. Yeah, it's his, yeah, his last name. Yeah, we'll go give him a call Thursday. I don't know. I, I want to ask him. He was very emphatic on this show. Well, we'll give there's him a call. Coming. We're standing there's outside his store in California. Yeah, more, <laughs> we are driving by the store. I think it's closed down. Yeah, there's more coming. As in, I've literally just left the country with you, money. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> He's a nice guy, um, though. <laughs> not to be negative, but that's just the way it is. Why would you say not to be negative? Is that in reference there to anything? You go. <laughs> I, I don't mind. I'll talk about it for just a minute. Jeff, sports card investor, put out a thing last night. I actually watched this one about not being negative, like too much negativity in the hobby. I don't disagree with that. I think his overall point is right, but I also think it's like, that's just not his thing anyways, and that's fine. I don't I don't need him to be on there being negative. I think it would come across very fake anyways. Like, he is there to do the numbers and be super positive, and that's fine. If that, that's what appeals to his audience. With us, when there are stories like the Marks cards or uh, the Logan Paul thing or whatever, when there's scams in the hobby, I think that is the biggest, it, not only is it a hot talking point, I think it's the biggest story in the hobby. I would tell you, if you're a new person, you come in and the first thing you see is, oh, there's a negative story. Somebody got scammed. I don't think that's a, a, a turnoff to me. I think that's, oh, at least there are voices in the, when things happen in this small little business I'm trying to enter. If things happen, there, there's accountability. People get called out because mm -hmm. of it. Um, now, now, there's a difference, too. Like, if you're just on Facebook calling people names, like, I don't, I don't have any use for you in general. But 
if you're calling it like legitimately questioning people's business practices and there's real research behind it and there's like like again like this marks cards thing i don't think that's a black eye to the hobby i think it's a, that person's a scumbag certain people are going to talk about it and make sure he's held accountable and make sure people are aware and then we move on like i don't yeah no i don't know i, I think we're probably more negative than so now there's other people like that one clown the sports card guy who just calls out people randomly now and drops hints of like racism and other crap that guy's negative because he wants clicks and he should be put oh, out of the hobby yeah. and quite frankly put out of his misery but oh i hate that guy. yeah that's also the world we live in people like that can have a successful youtube channel because he thinks he's awesome yeah i wasn't gonna talk about him because some people told him not to because he'll come out have fun dude i don't i don't know what you do whatever you want I, I think that guy's a total coward i mean he made statements about the mojo guy and about uh sasha and i'm not friends with any of those guys i don't know him when you start making vague statements about people's ethnicity, I think you're trash. That's pr pretty simple. And then he went on and, and made some, again, kind of questioning statements about a guy being a pedophile. What In what world is that allowed where there's no... I would love to see someone just sue that dude for that too, for slander. I, I think that's just totally ridiculous. Um, and he does his radio voice. And all I do is make fun of people who collect every video. It's the stupid voice, and it's, but then these guys who are collecting pictures of men on cardboard. That's what the hobby is, Donkey. His only response to me when I asked him if he wanted to come live is, why would I do something for free when you guys don't make any money and live in your parents' basement? I, I was just like, we're good. He, that, that's, he's absolutely right, though. We do live in our parents' basements. He's seen the show. <laughs> I know. That's a, a guy. Again, this is a guy on YouTube bragging about it. Have your have your day in the sun, buddy. You're Here's awesome. Here's the great news is that he will be irrelevant in the next month. Like, no one will know who that was. I don't think he will. He's been around for a long you time. Think? It's fine. There's, there's always going to be people who like that negative pot stirring crap. I just, my thing is, I don't even mind if you do that. I've, I've been very consistent with this. Have a bit of spine. If you're going to say that randomly... Go live and talk to all those people you make fun of have pretty big audiences, most of them bigger than yours. Why aren't you asking them if they do a live with you? Because people are terrified to get exposed because they know that that's that's why that happens. So and that is not an invitation, by the way, for any of these people to come on my podcast, our podcast. I am not giving this microphone to anybody for that reason. But there are other channels I would talk with you about. No problem. But all right. My whole point there is I actually agree with Jeff's point. There is negativity in the hobby. I think it gets a little bit blown out of proportion that there is like way too much or I, I think it's fine. You know, I think there's bad things that happen in every business and I think people should talk about it so that people know. Um, but to his credit, I thought it was a well done video. I don't Whoa. handle compliments lightly. So there you go. Well, that was nice. That was awfully big and positive of you. I move on. Flipped it from don't the push negative. Your luck. Um, don't push your luck, little man. <laughs> what you know what that's from? Yeah. Soup Nazi. Boom, roasted. Oh, thank you very much. Got, got bread this time. <laughs> you want bread? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, before we hit mailbag, Mint Collective's coming up end of March. Um, yep. And they put out a pretty cool little win $10,000 on spend it on sport card contests. I, I don't know. I didn't read all the details, but honestly, $10,000 for free. I'll take it. Why not? Um, it makes me think of. Uh, several of our contests that we have going on. By the time you listen to this, um, I maybe we'll just leave it throughout today and then we'll pick the winner tomorrow. We have not picked the winner on the Bobby Witt uh, contest. We're giving away all those cards that he pulled. I have and I have them in hand, by the way. Those are going to one lucky watcher slash commenter. So go out, watch the YouTube. We will give those away to one of you. Um, whatever comment gets chosen as the winner. Um, I think there's a couple hundred bucks there because of all the base rookies. Tell you what was not there, Bobby. I did not get that signed Tom Brady card we asked for. That's fine, though. That's okay. Apparently, somebody. That's okay. He's probably sending it. He it. probably sent it in to get graded, is probably what it was. Uh -huh. um, all right. I think that's all. And then, of course, we'll be in LA uh, as of tomorrow. So there you go. Watch, follow, subscribe. All so that our good stuff. plan right now, LA Bullpen and Burbank are the two big shops. Apparently, there's a Beverly Hills shop that's really good. I hope we can hit three or four while we're out there. I want to do some buying. I want to find some PC stuff. I'm prepared to get taken advantage of on price. I understand. Ooh. It's LA, but I am ready. The viewers are excited. I'm excited. To I'm, see I am that. actually kind of excited about that. All right. With that being said, mailbag. Yep. Um, Nick. Oh boy. It's starting me out with a good one. Nick Karagiorgis. Oh, you got it. That's how his mom says <laughs> That's it. How it says it. Mike, sure. uh, what are your thoughts on Trubisky, Trub, yeah, Trubisky's current eBay sales spike? 
Are you familiar with this? Yeah, a lot of speculation he's going to start somewhere next mm -hmm. year. So people are chasing. I would pump the brakes a little bit. Um, and if you're buying it, I think I would buy it with the intent to sell when a trade is made or when he signs with a team. I mean, I don't know if people remember, he was not that great on the field. It's sometimes we fantasize and we go back and like romanticize these players. He was average. I mean, not that the Bears team was loaded with talent around him, but he wasn't exactly great. So I think if you're buying him now, I would wait until a news story broke and the hype got a little stronger. I'd take my win then. I wouldn't wait till next season when he starts throwing. I think the minute he steps on the field, his value drops. Interesting. Okay. Um, Steve Dunbar, I know you hinted at this last week, but you would have to imagine LeBron gets something somewhat of a similar bump as Brady did once LeBron tired, retires, right? Absolutely. Yeah, all, any of these all-time greats, when they retire, I think there's usually a fairly decent immediate spike in price and then a relatively new floor, new high floor. Um, BD Scronders wants to know, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, BD Scronders does want to know, who do you guys use for your bulk top loaders? It's got to be Columbia, oh, right? Yeah, he's on the website. We get this a lot, too, about supplies, because I, I think there's a big disconnect in people on our socials and people listen to the podcast. Uh, sports, cards, nonsense.com, card services, Columbia Hobby. I've known Steve for years. He has as many, he gets as much supply, as many supplies as anybody in the country. Massive warehouse out west. And buy from him. He has good pricing. Sells it by the box, by the case, whatever. Plus you get, get a everything. discount, 10% discount oh, using yeah. nonsense. There you go. What are you doing, by the way? It's a lot of like flick. I can't see your hands. But then if You're you can't see, why are you asking me questions about it? Because you keep turning your whole body and why doing did, this. Like, what no one else knows that. You don't need to We're tell We're done in it. five minutes. Just keep it together. Five minutes. You can't do this in LA. We'll I get blacklisted. Two minutes. Um, There's a no flicking rule. <laughs> I actually am really curious about how I, I come across in LA. Like I have a certain air about me. Um, I'm concerned that people are going to uh, just look at me and be like, nah. Just like he can't come this way. Like wherever, wherever the people are, they're going to see me and be the, like, no, go home. You're a people person. You do better in a crowd. than It's I do. not you know that. that. It's just like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very large guy. Everyone out there is very thin and, you know, small. And I, I don't dress like the fanciest. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm nervous. Oh boy. I'm nervous, excited, nervous. I'm not like scared, nervous. I should clarify. I don't We're want, gonna be together. Who cares? I don't want to get you nervous because I'm not that kind of nervous. I don't care. That's the only thing. I don't get nervous. I'll just be like whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know me. I don't. It doesn't bother <laughs> me at all. Let's let's just be honest. I'm going to Pink Hot Dog as soon as the filming stops. Pink Hot Dog. Pink Hot Dog. Pink Hot Dog. Yeah, that's what. Oh, okay. Is that a famous? <laughs> stop it. I've been told In and Out Burger is what we have to hit as well. Yeah, I mean In and Out Burger is great, but that's been done to death. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But we'll we'll get there. We'll get to all the places. I'm just nervous about the traffic. That's the only thing that makes I hate being in a car. And especially Jesse will not let me drive. He's I the never most said that. The most demanding driver I mean, of I all time. And he's drive, on his phone the whole time. That is it's not terrifying true. driving with Stop him. telling it's people that. Terrifying. I, I use talk to text. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he will refuse if we're going somewhere, he'll he has to hold the phone. So as he's texting, he also has the map on his phone. I'm like, hey, you want me to take? Nope, I got it. He's doing like 19 things. Because none of you hold it over there. I can't even see the map when you it's hold gonna it. It's going to be brutal. I'm playing Ellen DeGeneres stand-up Do we get insurance on the rental car? I'm playing Ellen DeGeneres stand-up the whole time, just like last time. You hated it. Insurance is pretty important. Um, No, I'm not getting insurance. <laughs> Ooh, but there's a lot of crime out there. Maybe I should. Jason Christensen wants to know. We're mailbag. No fun detour. We're mailbag. Would you yep. would like to know Mike's thoughts on holding or selling sealed boxes from last year? With Hold so it. many redemption Hold cards it. out there, though, is that going to hurt the value of the boxes due to only having a year to send in the redemption code? Ooh, now you got another. You got at least another year, though. We've talked about this. And here's something interesting. People are getting redemptions from tops lately since Fanatics bought them that are expired. I thought a number of people have said that. That's interesting to me. It's like Fanatics just like, you know, we'll, we'll fulfill it anyways. Huh. Panini, I'm not sure about, although Panini has worked. That's one thing they do pretty well, actually, is getting to a degree. So... In general, though, yes, I'm, I'm a hold on wax regardless. Um, all right. Do you want to do some more questions that we didn't get to more. last week? Okay. Um, let's see. Jacob Schneider wants to know, why do Prism base cards resell so much better than cards like the Emergent or Instant Impact? Because Prism base is the hot chase in the hobby right now. I just got a message, by the way, to the group. I don't know who this person is. Hey, can I try duck races in here? 
in the Facebook group. What is a duck race? Hearing, okay, I thought you knew. I keep seeing duck race. Define <laughs> duck race. I don't know who this person is. Can I try a duck race in here? What? It, duck race. Donald Duck? A fun, Howard the Duck? What are we talking about A fundraising event here? where numbered plastic ducks are released in a river and the winner being the person whose duck reaches the finish line? Is that actually what it is? I'm not going to Urban Dictionary to find that answer. I don't want to know. We're done. Next question. What in the world? Maybe maybe it's a no, thing to help people. No, we can't people. try duck raising here. Go raise a duck. Make him a maybe responsible about citizen. A duck then we boat. can talk. Maybe that's what it is. You would know anything about that. Um, Casey O'Neill. Oh, no, I'm Next sorry. Next time we go to Boston, I'll take on a duck boat. So it's a good tour. I'm, Hannah loves it. We had fun. Bro, I've been to Stone Mountain, Georgia. I've been on a duck boat. Okay. Thank you very much. Stone Mountain, Georgia. You would. Have fun with your peaches. <laughs> I love peaches. There's uh, a peach tree. Here's another peach tree. <laughs> oh, peach tree. Casey O'Connell wants to know, is the show over now that Brady's retiring? My my love of sports is over, Casey. <laughs> Now you're just yep. here for Casey, the business. Casey, man or a woman there? Casey, man or a woman? This is a man. Thank okay. you for asking, you know. I'm dead inside, Casey. Any more questions? <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> Next. Um, Christopher Duff. Uh, oh I did not read this, so I'm hoping it's good. We can learn together. Yeah. Um, there's been talk about folks worrying they sold Burrow too early and left money on the table. Do you have a profit target that you're looking at to hit and feel good about? For example, if you can clear 30 to 50% on a card, are you still worried about future upside or bank the profit and reinvest? I'm conservative. I'm a bank the profit guy, but keep it in the hobby. And yes, I would have sold way early on borrow, but I would have made money when I did it. So I would have just rolled that into something else. Now, granted, because well, if you just kept it in a burrow, you would have made more. Nope, no doubt. There's 25 to 1, the amount of people, though, on the other side of that, where you held somebody after they had a momentary spike, and then he drastically fell off, and you had to sell it even or at a loss. Burrow is a supernova in that respect. He just doesn't come... We don't see runs like this often. Even Herbert, guys, if you bought at the height of Herbert market, you're you're down right now. Herbert's a great young quarterback going forward. There's so much... there. It involves so many different factors for a guy's stock to keep rising like that and be sustainable. I think a lot of people are on the burrow train and that's fine, but he is such an anomaly. It is just unrealistic to think you're going to see that. So with me, I'm almost always, if I can quip, you know, quick get on, on some of these young guys, especially 20 to 50%, I'm hard pressed not to sell them. And I don't even need the money. I just think it's a smart play. And if you're always selling for profit, you're always profitable. And yes, you'll leave some big hits on the table you will always be making money you should write a book bro that, i just did that was the book that was a good line if you're always selling for profit you're always profitable wow that's a useless line wow just remember if you 100 <laughs> invest in yourself you're 110 a winner <laughs> it's stupid stuff i'm gonna come up with useless sayings oh you're gonna blow up on tiktok then um oh fantastic so my life goals <laughs> jeremy wade aragon what is that is he a lord of the rings guy um, How old is this guy? Is he? If he says he's 400, we'll have him on the show. <laughs> Jeremy wants to know, when buying a card, uh, when buying at a card show, should you expect every single $1 card to be in a top loader or just a penny sleeve? I think, I I think no he's idea. wanting to sell and he's oh, wanting to know if he yeah, should put it, it in there. Um, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I haven't set up a dollar box in forever. I think it's more appealing if they're in top loaders, obviously. And I mean, top loaders have come way down in price anyways. If you can do it, do it. It probably does add a little something. I find it more appealing. I yeah. have a hard time buying cards in, in penny sleeves. It um, irritates me because I'm just going to destroy them before I leave. Like, Can we do like two more? I got to run. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Steven Ortiz. So I sold most of my Joe Burrows yesterday during the game. So he wrote this one week ago. So take oh, that okay. in Do you think Joe Burrow, if he wins the Super Bowl, will even go back down to its original prices? Original to where that guy sold, yeah, probably in the offseason. But if he wins the Super Bowl, it's going to be a, a little bit of a stretch here where Ortiz is going to be like, man, I left a lot of profit on the table like we just talked about. But I think selling last week was probably a great time. He probably did really, really well. So stuff will come down in the offseason like it always does, but not dramatically. Not if he wins. Um, Let's see. What Last question. Michael Provost, what is the threshold of a card's value for when you would send it to Golden instead of another consigner? I think 20, 15 to 20 grand is kind of when you start getting in that discussion. Below that, I still think eBay is a very good, uh, just because there's so many eyes on eBay. Mm -hmm. So you start getting above that level, though, I think that's when you start going golden. 
does PC sports cards, we use them for consigning a lot. Do, do they have like a, a max number or anything like that? Like, or a bottom number? Okay. Oh, bottom maybe, but not top. You can send whatever you want. Okay, cool. Them and five star cards, both of them. Um, yep. All right. That's that's your mailbag. That's the end of we us in done. Tennessee. <sighs> Perfect. All right. There's sports cards nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Oh, I did have this last little piece of. You, would. you haven't seen you this yet. This. Got this in the mail yesterday. Is our official renewal of contract from the Ringer. I know you. I'm said, telling you right. You know we got an email with that exact same letter though, right? But that is a printed from them. I could print that's it the out. The original. No, no, no. You, that's not original. We. I, I'm telling you. I'm getting on the NFT train. Ooh, we are signing. You say that? that. I keep reading a lot of bad stuff about NFT. Not like here's. I've got a whole story about this. I'm going to do about the difference with sports cards. Uh, NFTs and the rest of the world, but that's for another day. But continue. Go We're ahead. We're going to sign this thing. We're going to make the digital copy, the NFT, and that digital NFT, that non-fungible token, will be used for access and exclusive content and access to like live events we do, that kind of stuff. I thought that would be a fun way to actually give it some utility going forward. Like when we have the VIP party at the National that we're working on. Hey, the holder of that NFT would get in. I actually think it'd be kind of cool to do something like that. Uh, I don't hate that idea. Um, I want to check that thing because that's also like contract language. I don't know if we want to put that out there necessarily, but I don't care. I know put you don't there. care. You don't care about that. All right, fine. That's okay. So there you go. Brought to you by Spotify, who's paying us for another year, which is exciting. Because <laughs> we have that piece of paper saying that. So um, Bam. we'll be back on Thursday for the podcast. And then starting tomorrow, we'll have content going up on YouTube and probably other places every day this week up to the Super Bowl. That's if you're true. in LA, reach out to us. We'll meet up with you at a shop or something or... I don't know. We're going to try to hit up a bunch of the shops in LA. I love that you say that. And then all these people are going to get their hopes up and then we won't have time because there's going to be a 30 I'll people. I'll, no, you I'm won't. To, you say that now and that's not going to happen. Don't lie to the people. I'm spending some time at card shops. I'll that's Uber there true. if I have to. That's okay. So what is not that's true fair. about what I said? Come meet us at the shop. No, you. Okay. All right. That's fine. You don't have to go. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Just saying, I don't want to get people's hopes up. Like, hey, let's go grab a drink, and then we don't. I'm working see nine nine to nine every day. We're out there, buddy. So once in a lifetime thing. We are going to get as much as we can out Why of it. Why is it a so. once in a lifetime thing? I don't. Because I have a feeling by next year, this brand's totally run into the. <laughs> <laughs> that negativity absolutely will be. No, nothing but positive. All right, thanks for listening. Catch you guys on Thursday. Goodbye. Bye.